0: Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, back in the studio on a Tuesday morning. Coach Andy Reid at his press conference yesterday didn't talk a whole lot about some injuries, but uh, we know we have some guys banged up after the game on Sunday. I think
1: there's really one that's only significant. Of course, all injuries are significant as far as that's concerned, but in the case of Anthony Hitchens, he has what's apparently a hyperextended elbow now, what that does in terms of Sunday's game with the Tennessee Titans, that remains to be seen. More than likely, he'll be used, if he can play, in a secondary role as opposed to a starter. But the fact remains, he does have that injured arm, and that, that does
0: that does. It impact. sucks.
1: I wrestled in high school when it happened to me, and it sucks. It it hurt. It,
0: it's not fun. It Anytime hurts. Anytime
1: you hyperextend any joint, a knee, an elbow, a foot, whatever the case might be, that takes some time to heal and when you're playing pro football you probably don't heal until the end of the season but that remains to be seen if he's tough and he is oh yeah uh, that he'll be able to overcome that circumstance but that's apparently the only one the others I was worried a little bit about uh, Travis Kelsey with his wrist but apparently he's going to be all right and it could be could be the Chris Jones gets back in the lineup this
0: week um Hopefully we get Chris Jones back in the lineup. I like the changes. I liked having Thorn- Thornhill out there a little bit more on Sunday. I thought that was key. Um, you know, and I I Sorensen doesn't deserve all the hate he's getting. I think he's more of a situational player and he doesn't need to be out there so he much. He is
1: and, a scapegoat. Yeah, and I think anytime you yeah. run into a scapegoat situation, that is
0: Totally unfair. He's a good player. He's Hell not yeah, a yes. great player, but he is a good player. Yeah. So hopefully now they've seen some things and they can do some things and we can feel better about the season. But, man, I tell you what, last night's game got me a little concerned. We got uh, the Titans beating the Bills. They got a short week, but at the same time, The Bills gave us a run for the money. Titans give the Bills a run for their money. The Titans
1: beat them. 34-31, beat the uh, uh, Buffalo Bills. The Bills had a chance at the end of the game. They were on the one-yard line, I think it was, as time was running out. Tried a quarterback sneak. As I'm a little surprised at this judgment. As opposed to a field goal to send the game into overtime. They decided to win it right there. And... When the quarterback slips and falls, you don't really have much of a chance. You got one shot. And that, and that was it. And they weren't unable to score, unable to get any points on the board. And Tennessee wins the game. It was real, really two evenly matched teams. Derrick Henry, another big game. He's a load, I'm telling you. Now, the Chiefs will be primed and ready to stop him if they can. But Tennessee has other weapons, too. They do. And when you get into that situation, you you have to have a total focus on the part of your defense. And I'm sure they are. But do they have the manpower to be able to stop that team? We're about to find out.
0: We are. The only thing I know we got going for us right now, the Titans have a short week, and we get an extra day of relaxation. So hopefully that will go into our favor. Uh, But, again, it is in Tennessee, so uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, Last but not least, uh, after the Missouri State Bears won in a pretty handsome fashion at their homecoming game over the weekend, are they uh, moving up in the FCS standings? They did. They
1: moved up to 18th among the top 25 FCS teams in the country. FCS is Division 1AA. It's easier to say 1AA than it is FCS, but the fact remains the Bears are still 18th in America. The number one team is Sam Houston State. They are the defending national champions. They won the championship in the spring. Now, remember now, the 1AA teams played in the spring, Missouri Valley Conference being one of them. So they're back within four to five months of playing again. And it is pretty doggone good football. Of the top 25, there are six Missouri Valley Conference teams. The highest of those Valley teams is North Dakota State. They are number three in America. They are the eight-time national champs, and that's who the Bears play this weekend.
0: Man, it'd be great to get a
1: dub. God. Well, and, and that's not beyond the realm of possibility. The Bears are playing very well. This is a much, much better, more cohesive Bears team that we have seen in years. They run well. The quarterback is very good. Jason Shelley can do a lot of things in the backfield. He can throw He's a smart kid, played at Utah, played at Utah State. Now, why he transferred, that's up to him. But the fact is, he's down here for one year. This is the only year he'll be able to play. And he's a smart quarterback. You can see it when he plays. He has a very good football IQ. He can probe other teams' defenses, figure them out. Case in point was Indiana State. He kind of jabbed and fainted and threw a few uh, maybe left hooks in there and then discovered their weakness, which was the fly pattern, and he nailed the Sycamores right, right at the start of the second period. Long touchdown pass. In fact, the Bears scored three touchdowns in the second quarter and ran away from it have a lot of confidence in this team. Whether or not they can go to Fargo and the Fargo Dome
0: and win, we'll, we'll
1: find out Saturday,
0: but it's not beyond the realm of possibility. It's definitely a true test, and it's something that we've been waiting for for a long time in this area for the Missouri State Bears to give us options when it comes to that football team, and they got plenty of those, So, which uh, is going to help them. Hopefully they can get a dub on Saturday. Did you get a chance to see uh, Schilt's uh, comments yesterday, the uh, release? I did, and I thought he comported himself very
1: well, and I think it was all honest. There was nothing, no drama about any of this. He did have trouble fighting back the tears, and that's perfectly understandable. Here he has been with an organization for 18 years. Given his life to this. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's a
0: cardinal yeah. through and through, and that's the thing that you hate to see, because he, like, you, you hit it right it there.
1: also the profession, and that does happen, and he knew that. He knew this can happen. You get players who are traded. I remember one instance, Mike, down here, when an individual who we know was with another team in the double-A league from here, and he was traded while he was here. The other team included him in a a large trade. Boy, it it broke him up in tears. Oh my goodness, I'm leaving these guys. And a friend of mine counseled him and said, hey, it's part of the game. This is what you deal with. Well, in the case of Schilt, he understands that. But he does not understand why this has happened, unless he's hiding something from us. And according to Mr. Mosellock, there are circumstances involved that could not continue. Well, Schilt, in a way, admitted to that. He said, yeah, we had differences. And it didn't just begin at the end of the season. It was ongoing for quite a while. So he is—he falls on his sword for the team here, and uh, if the Cardinals make things happen in the right way, then indeed they'll come up with a new manager, somebody who can pilot this team to success. But it's not going to be Mike Schilt. It won't be long before he's back in the game. As a matter of fact, according to reports, he's already been contacted by the San Diego Padres. Yeah, I heard that? Uh, and 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 Schilt's good. He's a baseball man. His one problem, and I'm having not played the game myself. I don't know whether or not this is a significant problem, but I'm told players respect greatly individuals who actually played the game, and Schilt did not. He is not, he didn't play Major League Baseball, did maybe uh, in college, but the fact is he did not play. So the players, and it's not a tangible mental aspect on things, look at that and say, hey, he can't be one of us. Now they don't do that in a direct fashion, but. It does prey on their mind. Still, if Schilt can prove himself, and he did with the Cardinals, like they were in the playoffs all three years he was manager, uh, there's... There's a difference here somewhere along the line.
0: I read um, a comment yesterday after the uh, his comments came out, and I agree with this 110%. And that was the next hire better be the hire, because if it's not, now we know who the real problem is. Well, and Mr. that's the front uh, office. Mr.
1: Moselock has had a couple of chances now. Yeah, and, and that's his men.
0: Especially after Schilt. If you can't make it work with a guy like that, then I, you know, I. We all know what the problem is, but like I said, the next hire better be the one. And Mike, there is nothing permanent about that position. No, there is not, sir. There is not. So, uh, speaking of which, speaking of uh, being permanent, nothing is permanent in the playoffs. What's <laughs> going on uh, in baseball?
1: I really felt like the uh, Houston Astros had the better team, and it might turn out that they do. But right now, the Boston Red Sox have a uh, two games to one lead. Beat the Astros last night 12-3 at Fenway Park. And how about this for a stat? And this is something that hasn't happened before. In this playoff series, there have been three grand slams. Three of them. Two in the one game on Saturday. One again last night. Kyle Schwarber, the former Chicago Cub, blasted one into the Fenway Park right field seats with the bases jammed. I gave the Red Sox a 6-0 lead. It was only half the number of runs they would score. Twelve to three was the final score. Red Sox win it, so Boston leads two games to one. They'll play again uh, this afternoon. big part early this evening at uh, Fenway Park, and then the Dodgers and the Atlanta Braves get their series in Los Angeles underway. And
0: it's up to the Dodgers to win because the Braves have a two-nothing lead in that series been in exciting and uh it'll be crazy if they uh win it by another walk-off home <laughs> run <laughs> at that point i'm gonna have to call collusion with someone something is going on here that's what we that, need
1: that, an investigation that, of vegas that's
0: the, what that's <laughs> what i'm like okay something this is this is too crazy so, uh, you know, Kenny Chesney, country singer, big Tennessee fan. What do you think he thinks about uh, the trash getting thrown around at <laughs> that game? I'm sure not very much. <laughs> neither, neither does the Southeastern Conference. No,
1: no, they do not. So, how much? $150,000. They... <sighs> okay, of course, that's, that is the standard fine when fans rush the field or when the fans have anything to do with maybe circumstances that are considered to be antisocial. And that certainly was throwing trash on the field and throwing golf balls at. The coach Lane Kiffin, uh, hey, this is this is unacceptable. It also is what happens. Number one, when you have a lot of young people in the audience, and number two, when those young people have been imbibing, and when your team isn't doing very good, hey, that's the way it goes. Actually, Tennessee is not all that bad this year, but they were getting oh beaten on Saturday night, <laughs> yeah. So the fans didn't like that at all. Didn't like a call that was made by the officials. So they throw trash on the field, and that cost the university. Two hundred and fifty thousand
0: uh, dollars—a drop in the bucket for that uh, university, but still, that's a lot of chocolate <laughs> chips. At least they weren't setting garbage cans on fire, which would have been just as important, I'm sure, if they wanted to get that message. Actually, nothing happened. I know, <laughs> Ned. Don't go setting any garbage cans on fire today. <laughs> all right, I'll see you tomorrow.